Welcome to DBPA, the Drunk Bitches Podcast. I'm Jamie. And I'm Sarah. Each episode, we pair a wine with a topic where you get more lip with each sip. So let's get started. But first, pass the wine, bitch. Hello, DBP peeps. DB peeps. <laughs> Today, I am bringing to you this episode called Operation Varsity Blues. If any of you have not been under a rock, then you would... <laughs> know that there's a huge scandal going on right now with some parents who have been bribing colleges for their kids to get admitted. Um, this basically has presented itself like we had this wine and this is dropped into our lap and it's like the perfect pairing. Yes. So today we are drinking educated guests, which we are pairing with college scandals. Woohoo. Woohoo. And not, not very those educated kind of decisions. college scandals. But <laughs> the college scandals that have recently been all over the news with Lori Laughlin, a.k.a. Aunt Becky, and uh, Desperate, Huffman, Desperate Housewives. Yes, a.k.a. Blondie from Desperate Housewives. One, one of the of blondes. Them. One of them. So we got to pop this open. It is a Pinot Noir. Um, educated guests does have other types of wines. You've probably seen their wines before in the stores. Uh, it's got a fun label with all different like kind of chemistry equations. Takes me back to my college years, which I hated Orgo. So I'm <laughs> good chemistry? on that. Yeah. I never took it. <laughs> yeah. It was awful. Um, and yeah, but Educated Guess is a brand. They've got cabs. They've got red, uh, pink. Pinot Noir, Chardonnay, um, a rosé. So we are drinking the Pinot today. And this is from California, uh, Sonoma County. Yeah, it's uh, it's 2015. All right, let's cheers. Cheers. Oh, it smells so wonderful. So can I tell you a fun fact from this weekend? So I just sat for the W set level two. Sarah knows this. I'm just telling you, DB peeps. And it is Wine and Spirits Education Trust. And one of the things that we learned was about Pinot Noir and all these climates, et cetera, et cetera. And this is specifically from Carneros, which is apparently a little pocket between Sonoma and Napa. And it's very, very cool. It's a much cooler climate. Um, so it's similar to Sonoma, which is a cooler climate than Napa. So, And that's, that's where Pinot why, does well, exactly. is in your cooler type climate. So. It's, you can get the oak on it. This was aged 12 months in oak. It is 100% Pinot Noir. Um, I think the ABV. 12 ABB, months in oak? Yeah. Oh, ABV. ABV is like 14 point something. Ooh, 14 and a half. That's, yep. That's really high 14. for 14.5% ABV. Yeah, it is. It is high for Pinot. 12 months <laughs> age in French oak. And it's 100% Pinot Noir, like I said. And 100% is from the Sonoma uh, Carneros vineyards. So pretty pure pretty pure i love this they say on their label so it's it's made by roots run deep winery Mm -hmm. and it says at roots run deep winery we have done the guesswork for you so don't settle for less by educated guests and their whole bottle like the back label says have you ever found yourself in a wine shop or restaurant perusing the wines and wondering hmm how do i choose the best wine for the money you may admire a label recognize a name or recall a great review in essence, you're making an educated guess. So that's exactly what they set yep. out to do. Yep. They experienced that within the the vines as well. And so this is a uh, – I think this is a nice educated guess. It's a good educated guess. Yeah, so they truly believe they've done all the guesswork for us and produced the richest, most balanced, and complex wine you can buy for the money. So they, they, they're saying this is the best educated guess you can make here with this wine. I want to say this was around $20. I can't remember. Yeah. I've I seen it all about over 20. the place. Um, I think it can be as high as 25 mm-hmm. depending on which one you're going for. Um, but yeah, Roots Run, Roots Run Deep Winery, founded in 2005. Uh, they oh. have... Grapes that are grown by people in Yountville, Oakville, Rutherford, and Carneros. So all over California. Yeah. And then they pick which grapes from which vineyard, depending on the wine. Obviously, all, like I said, all of from this Pinot comes from the Car- Carneros. Uh, the proprietor is Mark Albrecht. 
and um, he's been that in the wine industry for 15 director. years. What's that? It's the name of my athletic director in high school. Really? That's very interesting. It is very interesting. <laughs> Someone comes hmm. into play later. <laughs> yeah, that does. How? What a coincidence. Uh, <laughs> wine. It's a coincidence of everyday life. Yes, it is. So his philosophy is that great wines can be affordable and Roots Run Deep Winery is dedicated to producing wines that can compete with the $50 plus wines for a fraction of the price. So when we're talking $50 wine, especially if when we're talking about Pinot, are we talk like I think immediately about Willamette, Willamette. and maybe those really Grand Cru uh, oh. Burgundies. Okay, but I I mean, for me, there's mm. very little that can compete with with a good Willamette Valley Pinot. I agree. Like, this is good. Don't get me wrong. Willamette Pinot steals my heart. Mm-hmm. Every time. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> and we've yet to have one on this podcast. So we're going to that's have false. to. Is that real? I think that's real. No, 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 no. We did A to Z. Our other our other one about uh, oh, academia. Yeah. That was pretty good, but not one That wasn't Oregon. It wasn't Oregon. Huh? It, it wasn't was Oregon. Oregon. That's true. I just want to do another one. And we did, and we did, oh no, that's right. We did Utopia, Pinot Noir Rosé. That, oh, that shit was, that amazing. was amazing. I got to order some more of that. Um, maybe. That was, that was one of the best ones we've done, I think. Maybe when I go next month, I'll have to scope out Utopia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, no, this is, I have never had an educated guest wine before. Uh, I've always been drawn to it because it's such a unique label. Um, so I think that this is, it's, I'm, I think this is a nice, this is a nice Pinot. It's a nice, it's good. Nice wine. You definitely, I feel like get a little bit more of like the piney nature in I was going to say, you, it's, <clears throat> it's kind of got that woodsy. Yes, exactly. Like wet forest. It's like a dude's cologne. <laughs> not a dude I would be around. No, you would not be attracted to a dude who smelled like this. You'd be like, Smell well, who smelled like wine? Yeah, yes. maybe. <laughs> it's good. It's well balanced. It's got like that wet forest floor is what I'm getting. It's almost like a deeper, like a deeper strawberry, like yeah. a cooked strawberry. Maybe in, I don't say a tart because those are usually cooled. You do get the bright cherry that you would with Pinot. But I don't think this is very acidic. Mm-mm. I think this is like medium acidity, low to medium acidity at best tannin like you can feel the oak you can taste the oak but it's again not overwhelming it's very well integrated yeah agreed. it's got that I good actually, balance like you said um, and i'm appreciating it more as i drink it i think it's 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 more delicious with each sip oh <laughs> thanks educated guests so all right yeah <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to continue sipping and fall more madly in love with this wine, I think. Um, but I think... Cherry cola? Cherry cola? A mm. very tiny... Yeah, I, I don't think that you're off base. Because it's not, like, it has a weird... I don't want to come off saying that this is a sweet wine. It's not a sweet wine. No, 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 no. But and it does have like a that have a little bit of a cherry cola thing. Yeah. But this is like, this is not as uh, out there. It's, very, it's much more subtle. Yeah, but now that you said it, it's power of suggestion. Ah. <laughs> but it's it's there. It's there. There's like a fake sweetness to it. That's nice. Yeah, it's not sweet. And I would say that this is probably more medium bodied of a Pinot. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Which also look, means look how that fast I'm, like I'm drinking this. Oh dang. I'm like shoot. I'm like on a roll here. It's been a weekend, guys. It's been a weekend. I think we started off last week's episode with, it's been a week. So <laughs> we we obviously have a theme going. It's always been a week. This it's, is always the highlight of the week. <laughs> this is the highlight. <clears throat> okay, so we have some very, very serious things to talk about. I, I'm a little, I'm a little floored. I can't say that I'm entirely surprised that shit like this went down. But this is like a very large to do. This Operation Varsity Blues, which yeah. is what Sarah. It's code name. So, yes, it's code name for the scandal that's been going on with Lori Laughlin and Felicity Huffman and many others, unnamed uh, to this point. 
which by the time this comes out in a week, potentially everyone uh, will be named. Could everyone be named? I don't know. But right now have not been named uh, for this scandal with University of Southern California and how these people have falsely basically bribed their kids way into being admitted into these colleges into that college specifically and, and there's apparently a came about in may of 2018 that's when this started like almost a year ago and this guy stumbled uh, upon it right um no i can't remember i don't think it was just a stumble upon but they'd been investigating this one guy his name is william or rick singer I just want to say that this is such a big deal. It's already on Wikipedia. Shut up. I swear. This has been a week. A week, right? Mm -hmm. When did this all come out? March 12th, 2019. Shit. All right. So maybe it's it's like two weeks. Anyway, it was a 10-month FBI investigation on a lot of people. And so this dude, Rick Singer, last year was apparently under investigation. And he was, he's like saying like a canary, as they would say in the gangster (laughs) films. But he essentially set up a fake charity called Key Worldwide Foundation and that that it claimed to provide educational programs to disadvantaged youth. He was using that as a front to take bribes in order to impact or change or I don't even know what um, test scores for like SATs, ACTs. Cheating. Cheating. But literally not like giving them the answers, like somebody actually going in and changing their test scores. Or it was either that or it was fake athletic scholarships. That's crazy. How do you fake a kid's athletic ability? Like when you go, don't you have in your admission that you have to play said sport? I I think it was rowing that they were supposedly. I know. These girls, yes. Lori Laughlin's daughters. I mean, I guess you could fake rowing, right? But my point is how do you fake being on a team? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Who knows? So – this is where I was going with the, they stumbled upon it. Oh, yeah, yeah. So in April 2018, there was um, a person named Maury Tobin who was under investigation in an unrelated case Oh, for a pump and dump securities fraud. And she offered information for in exchange for leniency. Oh, shit. I'm sorry, he. So he told authorities that the women's soccer head coach, Rudy Meredith, had asked oh, okay. for $450,000 in exchange for helping his daughter gain admission to Yale. Um, oh, so he was one of the guys yeah. who was So he wore a recording issues. device while talking to Rudy Meredith on April 12, 2018. And then Meredith agreed to cooperate with authorities and led them to Singer. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, I guess... I guess and nobody they, wants they, to go down by themselves, right? No, and they actually have also, uh, part of the criminal complaint is a conspiracy to commit mail fraud. Yes. I'm not quite, I don't quite understand that. Um, I think it's, it might be um, like related to sending in false information about their students or perhaps like sending like false, not false, but inaccurate admissions letters mm. i i'm not exactly sure how that works but the, this dude rick singer he's gonna be sentenced on june 19th and he has a lot of, like a whole slew of different things that he's being um there's a 204 of. page affidavit in support yeah. of the charges yeah from the F- fbi that's insane and he received more than is it 25 million dollars yeah. mm-hmm. f- throughout this and this started yeah. in 2011 want to say and in some cases the students like some of them the students knew and others they didn't could you like how i'm i can't even imagine if i didn't if i thought that i did well enough to get into school and then found out that my parents like fucking paid my way i mean i'd be pretty pissed to be honest oh yeah so let's kind of get into the nitty-gritty okay okay so obviously laura laughlin and felicity laurie yeah laurie is that is that not what i said i thought you said laura if I did, I met Lori because that's what was in my brain. But it's it's possible Laura came out. <laughs> so Lori Laughlin. I should drink more wine. And Lori Laughlin and her husband, Massimo, from oh, Target. Target. Who what knew they were married? I had no idea. I remember when I first saw the, saw the news thing, I was like, 
Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, so here's the main question. Yes. Can you buy his stuff from Target <gasps> anymore? Or do they pull it? Dude, if they pulled no, it. No, no, no. I'm saying could you. Forget them pulling oh, it. Oh, could I? Could you go and buy. Like, I mean. Because I enjoy some of their clothing. I admittedly don't think I've ever bought anything from Massimo. Are you sure you have you bought clothes from Target? Like on a like a while ago, like on occasion. Hmm. Okay, if you, now would and you, now I'm gonna look. Oh, for sure I'm gonna look. Would you buy though? No, 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 I wouldn't. Like if you saw a really cute top. Oh, twenty bucks. No, Do probably not. It? I mean, out of principle, I would not. That there's my question. It's, yeah, I know it's kind of hard, huh? But, but then it's like, who gets the money? Target. Or does this go to bribing maybe kids we to pay get for college? Maybe we paid for their college education. It's possible. All of us their college all of us women who love Target clothing. I know. I have friends who like live and die by Target. I don't live and die by it, but I'm I, I am I am I'll browse through. I've I have a few pieces. My sister just bought me a shirt from there. Ah. Damn it. You gotta go check the tag. It's hanging in my closet. I'll have to check later. Um <laughs> so okay, so yeah, Lori Laughlin and her husband are implicated in this. And but Felicity Huffman is is the only one. Like William H. Macy is not yeah, in I this. Yeah, I don't understand that. Okay, so the reason why is because So William H. Macy for those of you who don't know is her husband who's a famous actor in Shameless. <laughs> I just love that you didn't know that. I didn't know that. I I didn't know they were married. I feel like I've known this because I there was a time in my life when I watched Desperate Housewives and when I was watching it like they would always go to the Emmys and you know things like that and I remember seeing her with him and I was like what the that's weird like why would they be together because we're talking about Desperate Housewives mom and Wild Hogs actor <laughs> do you remember that movie yeah so with Tim, wasn't Tim Allen in it John Travolta I don't remember I don't remember regardless William H Macy was in it. And so I just remember thinking, that's a very odd pairing. But he's he's a pretty decent actor in my mind. So I'm not going to knock him for it. Um, oh, he was also in Fargo. Did you ever see that? I did, but it's been years. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was in Fargo. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so they're married and they have two daughters as well. But apparently the reason why he is not named on it is because – so you mentioned that there was one guy, I can't remember what you said his name was, who led the feds to root, um, Rudy Meredith, yeah. the coach, and then she led them to Rick Singer, and then Rick Singer started tapping things. It was Maury Tobin who led them to Rudy Meredith who led them to Singer. Okay. okay. And so then Singer became the um, witness number one or something. And so he was unnamed for a while, I think, until everything was – the majority of things were released. He's obviously now very out in the open that it's him. But he started tapping things, tapping phone calls for the FBI. And so that's how he got both um, tapping phone calls and emails he shared. But Lori Laughlin and her husband um, were both part of the phone calls, the meetings, the emails, etc., However, Felicity Huffman was the only one out of her and William H. Macy to be recorded or involved in the communication. So that's why he is not named and only she is. Not to say that he's been unaware oh, of it. because I'm sure he didn't know anything. Right. That's so dumb. But there's also, there's also a difference in the amounts, right? So, and I wonder if that has to do, because we were talking before this, before we recorded. So Felicity is responsible for, or claims to have given $15,000. Okay, that is not a little amount of money, but comparatively to everything else that people have So what else, what did given, Lori give? Lori and... And co- considering how much college tuition is. Yes. Tuition keeps she, going up. Oh Lori God. gave $250,000 per daughter. Insane. But, but, but also, I wonder if it has to do with, because for Felicity Hoffman's daughter... It was actually changing the test scores in order to get a, a certain uh, certain score. And for Lori's daughters, it was to fake them as crew members. 
Like on the rowing team. That's crazy. So they were it's falsifying athletic director or athletic abilities. I mean, abilities. what does it matter? Well, Which I'm way? just thinking like the number of others who have to be involved in those decisions then because that's where the athletic directors and sometimes the associate athletic directors come into play. It's not just, you know. So they, are all these people going to jail? Uh, they definitely could. I know that it said there have been dozens of arrests, but they are not done. And even students could be arrested. But I'm not sure how they're going dis- to like determine whether or not the child knew about it. I'm calling them children. Yeah, yes, but I they know. could kick them out of school. That's for sure. Right. True. So. Do you know who is... else is named? Who? Okay. So there are some other really big, like, really big names. The one that really stuck out to me, thank you, People Magazine, <laughs> is the, um, this woman whose family is the Hot Pocket family. Oh. They invented Hot Pockets. Hot Pockets. Yes, exactly. This Michelle Janivs of Newport Coast, California, uh, she allegedly paid singer $50,000 to rig her young daughter's ACT scores. And then she was super concerned that her daughter was going to figure it out. And so secrecy was of the utmost importance. How sad. Oh, shit. And then in a phone call, this woman says, quote, she already thinks I'm up to like no good. This is like a kid hiding something from their parents, except like, I mean, how much would it suck if you thought you were all smart and then like you realized that your parents paid money? Yeah. For you to like act like And there's like, there are like Silicon Valley CEOs. I mean, huge LA based real estate people. Someone paid 6.6 million. So we don't know. But they have not disclosed who that is. I can't wait to find out. I can't wait to find out. So. Let's talk about how they cheated on these tests. Singer worked with psychologists to complete paperwork to falsify their children as having a learning disability. That's low. So that they could get like extra time, for example, to take the test. He also um, would falsify extenuating circumstances so that they didn't have to take the exam at the test center itself. Oh, so it's like a family event, like a death or something. That, that he would have to take it at a private gotcha. location. So he would have complete control over the testing process. And then he, I'm going to say was buddy-buddy, with some guy who I think was based in Florida who would fly out. He's an expert test taker. Yeah, and he's from Florida. And he would fly out and be paid per test that he would take. And this guy would essentially sit next to the students. Well, I think it's two different things. Sometimes he would sit next to the students and actually, I think, maybe tell them the answers. Mm -hmm. Another situation that happened and is mentioned in this article is that he would actually afterwards stay late and correct the test. Like, Like change the Scantron. Thanks for are number two pencils. now or are they electronic? That's a great question. I mean, I just took a Scantron yesterday. So they exist. They do, but I guess I don't know. Well, what I those don't are know anymore. that they're standard. Well, actually, that's a really great question. I'm not certain. Yeah. It's been a long time, obviously, since we've had to take standardized tests. And ones that aren't computer adaptive. Because I know I've taken a computer adaptive test uh, for, like, the GMAT. And uh, I feel like I took one for, like, product management or something like that. But so, even still, that it's just alarming. It's, how do they go about doing this? Isn't it, isn't it clear that there are... You know, erasure marks or like an obscene number of erasure marks yeah. or um, I I just really don't understand. Also, why I just really don't get why there is a benefit to this because my thought is that if you as a parent have not already instilled in your child to study hard, work hard, get into a good school. Yeah. That's right for you. I'll asterisk right. that. Then you failed as a parent. 
They should well, know that they that they shouldn't be expecting these things. And actually, Lori Laughlin's daughter, I think, is on record saying that, or Lori herself is on record, like during some interviews, saying that, oh, we've worked so hard to make sure that they know that they're not given anything that that oh, that's they have no such special bullshit. Um, yeah, I know, right? I'm sorry. What happens to like the whole like you need to work hard to get what you want and to to succeed in life like what are you teaching these kids by doing this 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 amounts to no good there's nothing good that comes of this agree trying to tell me they can't get into another college and if they can't do they want to go to college because it seems like her daughter olivia has voiced that she didn't even really want to go to college she has she is represented by sephora and tressa may for I'm not sure what, but apparently they have... They've been canceled. They've been canceled, yep, but that's what she was more interested in. Right. Well, she's... I can't remember... kind of having her own business line with them and doing all that, and she had, like, a bajillion Instagram followers or whatever. A bajillion. Technical. Yeah. It's technical term. But, I mean, like, what are you doing as parents? I don't know, and the funniest thing about this... Maybe it's not that... It's not that funny. Let's be... <laughs> Let's be clear. The situation is not funny, but it's super ironic that this happened with these two actresses sort of. And listen, everyone who's implicated in this, who's named in this entire affidavit, they've all done something terribly, terribly wrong. It just so happens that these two women are in the spotlight because of their celebrity status. Okay, Mm -hmm. so that's why. Furthermore. Another reason why they are in the spotlight about this is because each of their characters in the past has done the same fucking thing. I think it's hilarious. I don't know if that's why they're in the spotlight, but that's definitely but something it, that's It definitely draws out. into the story and saying like, look, they had episode, like arcs of episodes in their respective shows that addresses something very similar. Yeah. So was it was it both to get like Aunt Becky and God, what was Felicity Hoffman's name in that? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> they had like five kids in that show. She Felicity contributed fifteen thousand dollars to a bogus charity to help her daughter get into a school on the show, oh. which is the exact amount that she contributed in real life. <gasps> Isn't that hilarious? That's fucked up. Wait, that's super fucked up. The same amount? Yeah. Guaranteed Becky and Jesse on Full House did not pay that amount of money to get the twins into a school. <laughs> uh, hold on. But see. I know that it was. Oh, it her was name was Lynette Scavo. Lynette. That's what yeah. it is. So in the episode, she and her husband meet with a stuffy headmaster of a fictional high school trying to get their, oh, sorry, their twin sons. That was it. Admitted. Um, Becky and. No, no. This is. Oh, Lynette the Scavos? Yeah. Oh. And they end up forking over $15,000. Wow. Uh, Aunt Becky is in a storyline where she sees her uh, on-screen husband. John John Stamos. Stamos. (laughs) A moment of silence. Uncle Jesse. Uh, Lying on a preschool application for their twin sons. Yeah. Um, And I think they don't really go into it. I don't remember the episode, but yeah. So, you know, obviously they're so wholesome on Full House that she told them that they, you know, they couldn't do that. So it's it's really unbelievable. It's crazy. It is crazy. I think that's I think the fifteen thousand dollars thing is hilarious that that was exactly like what was she thinking when she was actually doing that? Was she thinking like, oh, this is what my character did. That's kind of interesting. Okay, here's a fun story, fun fact. According to People Magazine, I mean, I hope that this is like relatively reliable. I think that this People is typically more reliable than OK Magazine. In touch. Or, oh God, that one's the worst. Uh, There was one that just said like Jen Garner and Reese Witherspoon are having babies together. Right. (laughs) No. Anyway, it says that this this test-taking expert increased Felicity Huffman's SAT score for a score of 1420 out of 1600. I don't remember what I got. Her daughters, you mean? Her daughters, yeah. And it was a 400-point improvement over the girls' practice test. Like, as a, okay, as a child, granted, I was very involved in my college 
application and decision process. And I remember looking into like the schools that I was super interested in, what their lowest limits were or what the average SAT score was or ACT score was in order to get in. And so that essentially set the bar for what I hope to achieve. And if I didn't achieve it, then I said, I'm going to retake it. And so, you know, it amazes me that this girl, I'm just going to go on, I'm going to assume that she thinks that she was unaware. How how are you unaware that you fakely got into college? I mean, if you think, like, if you took the exam and then it ends up being higher than you anticipated, you could just assume that you did well based on a curve or whatever. You know what I mean? But this doesn't have a curve. Oh, I don't know. I agree with the curve. I agree for something like that. For Like, that I has mean, a curve. I don't know. You're not just going to be like, oh, I'm not that smart. I guess I did. Like, why would you question the score? Like... I mean, I mean, fair. I guess you'd be okay. surprised, but like, if it came back, you'd be like, "Wow, I must have done. I must have guessed Shit, well. I must have. Yeah. Oh, that's a good Do you point. Know what I'm saying? I must have guessed like, well. Yeah. It's usually B or C, guys. That's what I learned in my in my ACT prep class. I do remember they're like, if you're unsure, it's usually B or C. You're like, oh, okay, okay. great tips there. Um, so, anyways, Miss and Aunt no, Becky, we didn't pay anybody or, off for answers. <laughs> Lori is um, has a uh, she's free on a one million dollar bond now. Mind you, now I'm going to get into this whole wealthy thing. Okay, do it. Yes, please. But mind you, do you know what kind of house they live in? Oh, it's something absurd. Just guess, please. Are they do they live in Beverly Hills? Is that right? Um, oh, Bel Air. Yeah, they have a Bel Air mansion, but yeah. I don't know how much it is. Just take a step. It is in Bel Air. Is it like a million? It has to be more than that. It's way more than that. What is it? $35 million. Why? 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 Yep. What could you possibly need to do with a house that big? And by the way, it's a million dollars each for her and her husband. Wait, what's a million dollars each? The bail. Their bail. Oh, fuck. 12,000 square foot home. Oh, that's up for collateral, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. So, so she, so they also, everyone that's mentioned in this affidavit, they are up potentially up for these are uh, felonies that are punishable by up to five years in prison. On this is on average. I think it's it may depend on certain dollar amounts. I'm sure, and what actually they did. Yeah. But felonies typically punishable by up to five years in prison and a $250,000 fine, which for many of these people, it sounds like would be kind of like chump change. But five uh, years, five in, years prison, in prison, damn. You can't buy yourself out of that. You cannot. I certainly hope that you can't. Well, um, I think it's gone on record that – so basically, I think what this speaks to is that this whole thing where like – Wealthy people have, um, you know, an up in life. And, I mean, it just kind of speaks to that. Like well, wealth and privilege in this thought. country. Yeah. And how it's unfair, right? Right. Like, there's, there's a student out there somewhere who's killing themselves trying to get in to college who really is who working hard. Who deserves that spot. Who deserves it. Who, who should have been in that spot. But because someone's parents just have shitloads of money... This person gets in. And that's just a basis for privilege in this country based on wealth, right? So the Justice Department is trying to send well, a hang message. On. Hang on. I will say that doesn't mean that any, that people who are wealthy cannot work hard and achieve no, it the same thing. It, do- it doesn't. But what it means but is that. The problem is that certain, it, like these types of scenarios definitely, definitely hurt, hurt the work ethic and the deserving nature of many of these students well, who not, may or may not be. I'm not saying that wealthy people haven't worked hard. Not Maybe not all of them, but plenty of wealthy people have worked hard and deserve where they need to be. And I'm not saying this this speaks for all. But however, this, situation. this shouldn't be, this shouldn't even be allowed. This should never happen, right? Like, okay, you have one slimy guy, but then you bribed people. So there's people in the university who are taking the money and doing this. What assholes? I mean, right. Do you it's know what not I'm saying? Just, it's, yes. the, it's both sides, right? So anyways, the Justice Department wants to send a message basically that deep pockets do not mean a person is above the law. Um, 
so Andrew Lelling, who is a U.S. attorney um, for the District of Massachusetts of the charges, they basically say they chose to corrupt and illegally manipulate the system for their benefit, even though they've been given every legitimate advantage. And then he says there will not be a separate admission system for the wealthy and there will not be a separate criminal justice system. Damn, cheers to that. Cheers to that. Good for him. It's true. They have been given every privilege. And like it's not even necessarily the kid's fault. It's the parent's fault. True, but they, okay, so here again, like I said before about Lori Laughlin, who claims that her her girls have been raised knowing that they aren't going to receive any special dispensations just because of who they are and who their parents are. But obviously something missed true. the boat. Right. Obviously they didn't do what they claim that they did or like to tell people that they did because they come off like better celebrities, I guess, yeah. better parents. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you sit there and think, okay, so you have more financial stability. Let's say they – I'm assuming that they have dispo- like actual like money that's disposable, not like it's right. tied up in assets or anything. 15000 to someone like that is, I'm sorry, it's probably chump change. I, agreed. Agreed. I mean, that's Not like, that it's chump change to anyone else. No, no. But I, I definitely hear what you're saying. So why could they not, I don't know, say, hey, child. If hey, you wanna, child. Hey, child. <laughs> hey, kid. If you want to go to a good school, you have to put in the extra work. We're going to get you a tutor. You're going to work at achieving this or saying, why don't you do athletics? I mean, granted, athletic scholarships are meant to be for those people who are actually very, very good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. it's like Mm -hmm. you shouldn't be letting, you know, Joe Schmo on the team unless he or she has has shown that they – and this is like scouting – is not like a one and done thing. My understanding is that it's an ongoing process. Yeah. And then the scholarships yeah. are awarded. Yeah. Granted, I guess we haven't seen the word scholarship here, but we have seen that they are they've gotten admitted based on their athletic abilities. But why would you not why would you be admitted if you weren't going if you weren't expected to perform on said sport? Yeah, I what don't f- really know how that works. Oh, my gosh. But I guess fellow um, – so it's interesting that we don't know who the other people are. Not not all of them. And obviously yeah. – and I will say that maybe it's not fair because that they're famous, that they're getting named and in the spotlight. Well, these other people should be too. Again, I have like three other names at least in this People magazine article. Yeah, but th- there's 30 parents. Oh, yeah. No, I, th- I think so, that there are more. And nine coaches. And they have named some of the coaches. Some of the coaches and ath- assistant athletic directors have, like, lost their jobs even last year, I think, after Singer started started singing. Singer started Singer was singing. singing. <laughs> he is the canary. He is. He is the canary. So these girls, though, are um, – Lori Laughlin's girls are still enrolled in USC as of today because they're doing – a individual investigation for each one but they say that they're not going to go back because they are afraid to be bullied i listen i can't necessarily fault in the event that the well regardless if these students are implicated in any way obviously they are more i think at the forefront because of who their parents are right and the publicity that's being given i too would probably be terrified to go back because you don't have a clue what's going to happen. No. I can't I can't fault them. But then that means that they are what withdrawing from a semester of school so they shouldn't get grades. I don't think they care. Oh, Olivia true. has they gone on to care. say that like she didn't even want to go to college and she like That's I not said helping she, the situation. No, well, you know. Um also there is and I don't know how true this is, but USC officials um could potentially ban them from the university like completely like they can't even set foot on campus like whether or not they're a student or not um because they're saying that they were disruptive individuals that they were yeah i don't know hang on a second hang on a second they could be saying this to protect them as well consider that potentially but i mean i'm sure they still have friends i don't know 
That's kind of crazy. That would be really, it would be really sad for sure. Um, but yeah, Olivia Jade is in particular near breakdown. Near a breakdown? Yeah, apparently she's very distraught in crisis mode. She doesn't know handle doesn't know how to handle all the stress and scrutiny. And she feels completely lost. Okay, that is a perfect example of someone who's been given everything. Sorry. Not that this is not stressful, I'm sure. Oh, this is a bad situation. This is a really bad down. situation and her parents might go to jail. However, I get it. But Lots of things. Don't feel bad for them. I don't. I I don't really either. Yeah. No. I don't really either. I think that's there's so so many people in this country who work so hard to get where they need to be, and then you're just going to be handed it. And I'm again. I don't think it's the kid's fault. No, unless the kid was like, "Mom, Jeez, Aunt Becky, you really screwed up this time." I want to get into USC or Yale. Why do I think like Harvard was in here too? Georgetown. Well, then you work hard. Georgetown and Yale. Those are big fucking schools. Well, then you work hard. And if you can't get in, then you can't get in. I mean, that was that's the way the cookie crumbles, guys. Yeah. Apparently not. Your Chips Ahoy is going to just like disintegrate because you didn't work hard enough and you don't deserve to be there. That's That's the thing is that there are other people more deserving who belong here. But so what do we have to look forward to with this? I know that I mentioned that Rick Singer is going to be sentenced on June 19th. Good luck, Chuck. Jesus. Yeah, I know. That's insane. Oh, shit. <gasps> conviction. His convictions. Oh, my God. I didn't even see this. On March 12th, Singer pleaded guilty to racketeering conspiracy, yeah. money laundering conspiracy, yeah, conspiracy to defraud laundered. the U.S., and obstruction of justice. Which could land him 65 years in prison and a $1.25 million fine. I mean, 65 dude. years in prison is pretty much life in prison. Um, he's 58. Yeah, that sure life. as hell is life in prison. And then he says, <sighs> admittedly, I am responsible. I put all the people in place. I just want to know who the I hell mean, this guy that is was. kind of harsh, though. Because no, it's he, not. No, he 60, fucking orchestrated this. But 65, let's, let's, let's. Let's really look at this in perspective. Okay. 65 years in prison. Do you know people murder people and sometimes don't get that much? Oh, that's, that is true. Okay. That like is true. He, like, this is awful. Don't get me wrong. But there is violent crimes that happen where people don't end up in jail for that long. Granted, this has been going on for nearly a decade. Still, 65 years seems like, I mean, the, the financial fine, okay. 65 years seems like a lot in comparison to other violent crime crimes that happen where people don't get that much i wonder if they would um i wonder if they would up the dollar amount and decrease the sentencing i mean listen if he doesn't serve time and have a fine serve time fine five years ten years okay 65 years that's life in prison i mean people do way worse listen 25 years would be life in prison yeah, for him people do way worse and don't get that i'm just saying like would you rather have someone bribe somebody or like bash their head in i mean obviously i think it's a matter of looking at though like what the trickle effect is because it's not just one person it's like this whole like it's like a domino right you like True. tip one you tip rick singer and then it goes into like these like 30 different pathways and so then you have the trickle effect and then if you look at like it's him it's the test takers or the college admins or the athletic directors and then it's probably somebody else at that level and then it just like spirals out each of them has their own spiral it might look beautiful from outer space but like the domino effect it it really impacts a lot of people because then you think there's at least 33 people who should have gotten into that college that did not no, I, I at least listen, I don't disagree. I think it's awful. And I think that um, you know, he definitely should serve some time and pay a lot of money. I'm just saying when we look at it in perspective, that is a ton a ton, yeah. ton of time. So I guess Felicity Hoffman is expected back in court on the day that we release this episode, March twenty ninth. Okay. So we'll have to be on the lookout for what the hell happens. Um the other ironic thing, I really liked that quote that you said from Andrew Lelling, which who's the U.S. attorney. Yeah. I think that's a really good sentiment and just kind of 
puts out the perspective from those who are going to be judging all of these uh-huh. individuals. Uh-huh. Uh, interestingly enough, though, William H. Macy, who, again, is not named in this. Right. Um, during a men's journal interview a month before Felicity's arrest, so last month, February. Mm-hmm. Although, if it was published in February, it was probably done, like, I don't know, two or three months beforehand. Right. Regardless, he says, I quote, Never lie. Lies cost you a lot, and they're ner- never worth what they cost. Nope. True nope. story. Nope. Eating those words. E- Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> so I don't think Aunt Becky's going to be in anything coming up soon. She got dropped from Hallmark. She got dropped from Hallmark. I think and- she got dropped from Fuller House, too. I think I just heard that on the radio. Yep. Yeah. So. And Felicity was dropped from her stuff. I don't know what it was, but she was. Bye, guys. Peace. Peace out. I guess we're not going to see you. There's really funny memes with, like, the twins from Full House. Really? Being, like, they have, like, fake guns in their hand, and, like, when you got to get it, bail out or, like, break out Aunt Becky from jail and, like, stuff like that. So I've also read a couple things that talk about their demeanor in court. Oh, yeah? And that Felicity Huffman was very, like apologetic and sorry like she had a lot of sorrow and like you could like remorse for what she did whereas aunt becky really wasn't i love how i'm calling her aunt i know <laughs> i was thinking it but i was like we're gonna roll with it um yeah so i mean they, Wait, she was not she needs to kind of like what do you mean she was like she i'm was, not sure this is just some article i was reading that oh, she man. wasn't as remorseful or like I saw a couple of the the courtroom sketches mm-hmm. of the two of them mm-hmm. and Aunt Becky looks very like you know you can be aggressive and hostile exactly as okay. my husband tells me don't cross your arms because you look hostile that is what Aunt Becky looks like in the sketch granted I'm sure these sketch artists take their liberties yeah but still I mean I don't know and she had a flight so back from Vancouver. She is going, yep. And she is scheduled to be in court April 3rd. Mm. Okay. In Boston. Yep. Okay. So we'll see we'll what happens. We'll have to stay on top of it. We'll have to see what happens. Um, very interesting. This is the biggest uh, college admission scandal the FBI has ever, has ever done or encountered. Oh, I'm sure. I, this, I, I was just thinking about it. This makes me think, so you know that there are some of those actors and actresses who are actually really fucking intelligent. Mm-hmm. Like Maya Bialik from Big Bang Theory or Blossom. Okay. She has like a PhD in neuroscience. Okay. Like she fucking earned that shit. I think yeah. uh, Natalie Portman also has a really high degree. Like there are so many of these actors who have gone on to get prestigious diplomas. Right. You can't fake your way into that. Apparently you can, but I mean. Well, this is different because you're getting into college and I guess unless unless there's a whole other sphere to this or other side I don't know, but it this. also makes me think like if you have that much money, like just let your kids do what they want to do. I mean like honestly. You're going to have to support the them anyway what's whether they the, have a college degree or not. What is the point? Yeah. They're probably set for life. Like not that education no, no, is not but I like. I get it. I mean, okay. What's you her have face? A Thirty-five million dollar house. Yeah, Olivia. She had her own like modeling and like um, mm-hmm. sponsorship That's stuff. What I'm so it's not like she needed it. Girls probably going to do fine just like without a college education, they and would that be is okay. Just fine. They would be better than eighty percent of this population, probably yeah. more. So I'm just saying. Anyway. So. Wow. I, yeah, I can't believe that this, like, I've been hanging on to this wine for a while. I know. We bought it together. In it's, fact, it's if, delicious. if any of you looked at our Instagram from the very, very beginning. This is a year old almost. This was this was actually the bottle. Mm-hmm. Well, not the bottle because I broke it. But Look the at our bottle first that I broke. Instagram picture. In the store. Yeah. So it's a good thing that we had educated guests because this story just fucking fell into our lap and it's just, I think it's a perfect tie-in with this wine. Yeah. And Except wine. they were uneducated. And not a very disappointing day for college admissions and um, the integrity of humans. Yeah. 
Yeah, this orgo on this label is bringing me back flashbacks. Oh, shit. Bad, mm. bad. Thankfully, I just look at it. I'm like, oh, there are drawings. But it's about wine. Yeah, the, the bottom part is, yes. Did you see, did you, you didn't wine see the Wine equals reductive. Sulfur prevents oxidation and bottle fermentation. For oxidation to occur, reduction must occur. I'm assuming that the cork also has something to do with yep. that, with wine. Yeah. It's it has that whole same picture. Yeah. That same whole picture. Please don't. T- it's some sort of sulfate. Please don't test me. I'm not gonna test. I don't you. remember what compound. I don't it give is. a shit, Sarah. Damn. All right. I just like to drink what's in the bottle. I don't give <laughs> a shit how go. it's made. Just the, just kidding. I do care. I care a lot, but I care more. about I wonder what's if in this the is like actually like a true equation for winemaking. I wouldn't be surprised. It probably is. I hope it is. Otherwise, it'll make me upset. <laughs> then you'll be faking it too, educated guests. <laughs> Faked educations. Yeah. Um, anyway, good wine. Real interesting story. We're going to stay on top of this shit. It's so, I don't know bitches. what. It's goddamn bitches. Goddamn you, Mark Singer. No, not Mark. Rick Singer. His name's Rick Singer. Rick Singer. Started the whole thing, you catalyzed. This should be a movie. Sarah, in like probably, hang on a second. I'm going to say five years, it will be a movie. Or it will become a documentary on Netflix. Yeah, yeah exactly. They're going to capitalize Stu- or on, on Apple. Did you hear about that? No, but I mean, Apple's Apple their own is streaming. taking over their wor- the world. It's Apple and Amazon. That's who's taking over the world. There's a part of me that thinks I'm okay with that, but I'm also not really sure about that. <laughs> That's another podcast for another time. Another podcast, indeed. All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. Uh, let's be a little bit more educated than the people who are part of this affidavit. True story. Cheers to another fine Pinot. Cheers. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform to help spread the DBP word. Check out our website and blog at dbpcheers.com. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at dbpcheers or on the Drunk Bitches Podcast Facebook page. We'd love to hear from you. So send your questions, comments, and fun wine or topic ideas to dbpcheers at gmail.com. Until next time, cheers from the girls of DBP. DBP.